0: Touching hands
1: reaching out, touching me, touching you
2: sweet Caroline,
3: good times never seem so good. All right, we are back. Episode 126, we're actually recording on a Monday, this will be dropped a little later in the week, for scheduling purposes, the Beards Watch podcast, it is me, Jacob Rowland, we've got
0: Duvall. Yes sir, thank you for having me again on this Panther um, winning Monday.
3: That's right, it's yes. always a good day yes. to crack a couple Ooh. beers, especially after Panthers win. Yes, so yes, good day. How can they get you on the social media if they need to find
0: you? Um... Instagram just duval, um, Twitter Rod versus Duval. No, I'm not changing. You're, not, you're
3: stuck now. You, you finally okay. Stuck with you. All yeah. right, I forgot to mention this is Charlotte's number one podcast, recorded in the basement. Jeeves is also here. How you doing, sure. Jeeves? Finally back after missing last last week. Last yeah. Couple of weeks. You, well, usually you're off on Mondays. Yep. But then you work today, to but work you got today off today early. And so and
2: I last Monday, so it's good to be back. Good to have you back, Jeebs. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram it is Jeebs1988.
3: And I think the breaking news with Jeebs is he's informed us he's now got a sweet thing. Yep. So that to me is uh, hit up. I, I, I've been informed, Jeebs. If you have any questions to contact him directly with that, <laughs> I will not be starting any rumors or hyperbole or anything out there to flub him the wrong way. Yep. But he's got a girlfriend, so that's that's big on big in the Twitter world there. For me, it's J-Roll Nation, Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, and then the Beards Watch on Instagram and Twitter. And then also just my name, Jacob Rowan on our YouTube for all our brewery reviews. We just released our Johnson, two more Johnson City reviews, uh, Tennessee this week. So go like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. And our guest today, now if you've seen the video that started the Panther season off about the logo being released, or finally put it, The 50-yard line. The people who reached out to Jerriana to get us in that video, one of the three is here. And we'll get into all his background and all that stuff. But uh, Ben. Ben Carter, right? Yeah. That sounds kind of like a... Like a hip-hop name or a basketball player's name. I would, say, I, I would say
1: that sounds like the opposite of a hip-hop
3: person. I guess maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of like the Aaron Carter or something when he used to do the funky stuff. I okay. got
1: you. Yeah. I got you. I, yeah, I Certainly an athlete's name. Athlete. Sure. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately I'm neither a hip-hop artist nor an athlete. but Okay. But I'm
2: glad,
3: glad to be here either way. Yeah. So So yeah, when, he, when we went out, it was uh, you and Erica who shot... Uh, the video for you did did you guys do all that video that was in that commercial?
1: We did the whole thing um, from a writing, producing, okay, you know, uh, most of the shooting, the post production, everything. Um, we had we had a lot of vendors that we hired for like for example, all the aerial shots of the city, and yeah. the stadium. We hired a really awesome uh, local based crew to fly the drone for yeah. us because I am not a certified pilot. Okay, so, okay, <laughs> and that gives me. Crazy anxiety to even think about <laughs> doing that. So, uh, but yeah, a couple of vendors hired here and there, but okay. we, we wrote, produced, and uh, did the post production on the, the entire film. Yeah, it was a
3: little. It was it was pretty cool. Like I said, Jerrynna got a call. Was it from you or your other? So uh, it
1: would have been from Amy at the Panthers first, but then Amy, yeah, because Amy at the Panthers
3: did the she she they did the Panthers one about Luke and all the names right. and stuff like that, and then I guess you guys saw that video and. Wanted to recreate a proposal type love scenario yes. and for yeah. the for the Dolphins Panthers preseason game, but then she was like, "Oh wait, wait, I've got one even better." And because we had showed her our video that they used yep. as well of the Saints Panthers game, and we actually yeah, even yeah, Ball they were, were actually were there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah they, they were there.
1: Yeah. So at that yeah, tailgate, we so. wrote we wrote a uh, <clears throat> a scene that was going to be we going to use actors. We were going to do the whole thing, yeah. you know, set it all up where there was a couple um, showing their Engagement based around the Panthers, and then how the Panthers were tied into their wedding. Yeah, and then of course their digital media team was like, "Well, you could do that, but we know people that literally <laughs> with, <hard, laughs> with They've done the whole thing, uh, and they introduced us to you. They showed us your video, and we were just like we 'Well, we're we're going to call them.' <laughs> nice. So, yeah. It was the biggest no brainer of the entire film. Yeah, so. that was good. Like I said, it was fun, and like it, uh,
3: we shot it at uh, I, you'll have to name it because it was a spot. I've driven by plenty of times, but didn't really know what it was. Yeah,
1: it's my favorite wedding venue. I, I got my start years and years ago. One of my best friends is a big wedding photographer yeah. in town, so I would shoot with him occasionally. Um, but it's called McGill Rose Garden. Yes. So was it's it. right off of North Davidson Street outside of Uptown, and just beautiful space, and they have weddings there you know, two, three times a week. Yeah. So it's, wow. it's really it's a, busy. <laughs> it's honestly like
3: yeah. the a green space just kind of pops up out of, you know, uptown. You're driving oh, around, yeah. you're seeing buildings, and then like they've got some fences up, and you can see trees. And then you go, "Oh wow, that's a cool little spot." Yeah. Uh, I would, I would guess you'd have right to have a nice little penny to, to get married I'm there. Sure. <laughs> <I'm sure it's laughs> I didn't dive into too too it because cool, I've already yeah. gone down that avenue. But <laughs> inquiries, go follow. Uh, yeah,
1: McGill Rose Garden. McGill Rose Garden okay. and, and Carissa owns the company called Nectar that does all the flowers get okay. out, out of there, and they're great people and. So they helped us out getting this whole thing set up and cause we had you guys, We yeah. needed a location and we wanted to do something more uh, more alternative, you know, in a wedding sense. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was my first choice and she, she helped us out. Chris is great. So now
3: let's jump back, cause I think we kinda talked at when we, we were done shooting up there. What is cause we met Erica, Erica's not here. Erica. So you, be here. Erica yes. not here, so you represent <laughs> but we kinda talked to you guys what is kind of your background, how'd you get into this, and then you guys started your own
1: company, so take us through that oh, kind man. of process. All right, there. without boring everyone. <laughs> um, no, so I got my start taking, you know, I, I was in music. I, I dropped okay. out of college, and, and I uh, my band got a record deal, and I hit the road for like, oh, wow. like eight years of my life. Living in hotel rooms in a van. So, really? Wow. What was The First off, what was the band and what, what style of music? You probably never heard of us, but we were a pop rock band. And the band was called the Mile After. Okay. And we toured for a long time. I, I played everything from VFW halls and basements to arenas. <laughs> yeah. Everything oh, in between. That's what's up? Did that and and so I just sort of knew like I I, I dropped out of school. I was in business school at UNCW and I, yeah. just, I hated it. Yeah. And I was like, I need to make things for a living. Yeah. Like, and so music was my first love. And and so I, I did that for a long time. And then uh, this friend of mine, Jim – What was to, the
3: final – okay, so you're You said you did it for eight years. What was the final, like, okay, I'm kind oh, of I'm ready strong. for the next step? did yeah. oh, you get, like,
1: booed or something? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that, that would be way cooler. No, I, so my, my band had broken up and, and uh, okay. a couple of the guys had gone back to school. And one of our guys was from Australia, so he had gone home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to keep going, so I started getting hired by other bands to play with them, go going gotcha. tour, go in the studio, okay. whatever it was. Okay. lived in Nashville for a year, did that whole thing, and, nice. and it was great. But I just, I just got real tired and burned yep. out, yep. and like, I just wanted to be home for a little bit. so Understand. i Understand?
3: So you raised, grew up in
1: Charlotte? Uh, yeah, or I'm from Chicago, but okay. I grew up in Charlotte. Okay, and, you know, went to high school and everything here, and okay. all that. So I've been here for a long time. Where'd you go to high school? Providence High School. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, I think we all went to Hopewell. Hopewell. So we okay, all yeah. Played, you know, sports. And all that yeah, stuff. yeah. I played lacrosse at Providence High School. Okay. And, and uh, played music there and did all that sort of stuff. So, okay. Yeah. So you get you get out of the, the band and then now... Yeah. I uh, I started taking stills. My my really good friend Jim Trice is a great wedding and fashion photographer here in Charlotte. So he okay. he encouraged me to pick up a camera because I was sort of in a rut after, yeah. like, trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I knew I still wanted to make things and... So he kind of gave me the ins and outs and I just fell in love with it and I I shot like under him for a couple years Mm -hmm. and then kind of started doing my own thing and um, this is where the weird intersection of sports and filmmaking sort of come together is, uh, so one of my business partners at our company is called What Not Films, Eric Bridenstine was the director of marketing and the creative director for the Charlotte Checkers, the American Hockey League team here in Charlotte. So um, they had hired me freelance a couple times. I got an opportunity to make a little documentary film with them for a charitable component of, the, of their operation, and uh, went well for everybody. And yeah. they were like, "Hey, let's bring this guy on." So, okay. so nice. for the next five years, I was uh, part of the creative team for the Charlotte Checkers. Oh, nice! Got to cut my teeth in every aspect of filmmaking. Got to make a ton of mistakes and learn from those mistakes as far as like technical stuff, creative stuff, and yeah, it was just great. It was a really good creative environment. It was. Um, I'm sure they let you do a lot of things because it is the
3: checkers, it is. and like you said, you you got to probably touch a little bit of everything yeah. because the
1: budget's not unlimited yeah. for, for the, a team like the, the checkers. Budget was limited, yeah. for sure, but like the the push for creativity was not oh, yeah. limited, and and like just everything I've experienced, I've worked for you know teams now in the NFL and the NBA and, and the National Hockey League and all that, and uh, the amount of cooks in the kitchen the amount of mm-hmm. times you hear the word no compared to the word yes that was the best thing about the checkers yeah. is, was that our creativity was uh, was encouraged yeah. and when we had really silly ideas like they were just like just do it just go yeah. with it so so that was it was a really good environment for that for me to learn and um, you know, make those mistakes and kind of build my career from there yeah. in, in the filmmaking world so, yeah. yeah. so you're at checkers then what's you're there five
3: years kind of Okay, what would be your what was your favorite moment? Those five years <laughs> were for the Chargers.
1: Um, lot lots of really good moments. We yeah. we were a part of the team that helped transition the team from um, the from Spectrum Center, Time Warner Cable yeah. Arena to Bojangles Coliseum yeah. and the renovations. Yeah. Got to help tell that story, um, which was really cool. Um, my favorite moment was um, there's a big thing in the sports world where uh, every team does a Christmas video. Uh-huh. Everybody yeah. does a Christmas video, and they you know it's usually like. Players singing Christmas carols, or you know, like <laughs> the, the really mascot. Cheesy. Yeah, the yeah. mascot doing some like zany thing. And it's yeah. just, it's kind of like, yeah, we, we had done all that. And we, so we wrote, directed, and produced a, a like a narrative short film that was like five, six minutes long yeah. about a guy who wears a polar bear costume in his day to day life. And he gets fired from his job because his boss is like, hey, man, I've told you a hundred times, like, you need to adhere to the dress code. Yeah. So, but he loves the checkers. He wears his, his polar bear costume. He gets fired. Falls in hard times, it's really sad. Like we create this like really sad sort of moment, and then there's this great uplifting moment at the end. Uh, the film is called One of Us. It would be on the Checkers, you know, YouTube page yeah. and all that. But he's redeemed. The Checkers sort of come in and, and extend the hand to a guy on hard times, and it's just like a different sort of Christmas yeah. message. Like Christmas is uh, the, the happiest time of the year for a lot of people, and it's the saddest time yeah. of the year. It's yeah. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like. The fact that we were able to do that and like that was that was a high moment for me in a creative sense. Yeah, uh, working for the team. So that that film and um, but yeah, I just I learned so much working there just on how to do things and how to not do things in the filmmaking side of yeah of my career. So that was it was big for sure. I, I value that time very much. Nice. All right. So what was the uh, next jump then? So the next jump um, this spring um, we we kind of were given this sort of. Situation where we, it was like put up or shut up, you know, do you want to create your own company Yeah. And push forward and create, we have been creating work underneath the checkers for other clients in sports gotcha. and sports outside, outside of sports. And it was just time to, um, you know, I've always known that I wanted to work for myself. I wanted to work in freelance. I started in freelance, yep. took an in-house job and, and, and it was amazing, but like it was time to like really make that big jump. Yeah. So so we made the big jump. So myself, my fiance, Erica, who okay. we met yep. on shoot, and then Eric Bridenstine, our, our third partner, uh, we created What Not Films. Yeah. And... Um, How'd you come up with that name? <laughs> uh, it, just, it was sort of stemmed off of the fact that for the longest time, like, when you're a young company, like, you lack identity. Yeah. And, and you're trying to figure out what you want to be and what you guys want to do and what, what do you want to be good at. And for us, it was... Figuring that out, it was like, well, what do you guys do when we're looking to hire someone? Like, Well, we do film, photography, and whatnot. Yeah. And like, that was sort ah, of a, a oh, okay. conversation piece. Oh. So, it just, it, you know, names are tough, man. Have oh, yeah. you ever had the name of a business or a podcast? Podcast. No. no, no, yeah, just, yeah. no, no. Oh, man. It's <laughs> tough. Yeah. It's so tough. And I'm bad at it, like, yeah. admittedly. so.
3: Because you always come up with, it's... Like, something generic, and then you're like, oh, that sounds too generic You're so yeah. easy. And yeah. So, and then yeah, you feel I,
0: like too many people have that name, so it's like, yeah. I, I want to be unique, yeah. but yeah. at the same time, like, I want it to make sense, and I yeah. want people to understand it. You second. don't want
3: it to be too unique where people are like, have no idea what it relates to. Yeah. Okay? Exactly. Like, I have no idea, like, at least with what not, like, oh, okay, you know, that, that goes together, but...
1: And uh, then, per- I don't know if you ever had to purchase a URL that is even <laughs> remotely common in any yeah. sense so my name is ben carter it's a very you know,
2: <laughs> it's yeah. a
1: generic name yeah. for a dude yeah. in america you can't buy ben com because some dude wants six thousand oh, dollars for it because yeah. oh, he's yeah. just poaching urls yeah. so that that always factors into you know coming up with names and all that i mean the, yeah. the beards watch fortunately i feel like you've got your urls in place so it's know. it's worth. well actually it's funny <laughs> you say that
3: you know we do this on a minimal budget because it's all just kind of a hobby and fun. And who knows where it'll lead to? But a yeah. buddy of ours who went back to school to do computer design, software design, it's, he's using this as his freelance for his portfolio. I said, hey, I have free reign at it. So he's using all our stuff to set it up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I've got no budget for you, man. But whatever you got to do, you set it up. Yeah. And that's
1: cool. I'm, I'm with it. So, yeah, no, yeah. I understand what you mean is getting the name stuff. That's how you learn. I mean, yeah. I've done so much free work for the, for the longest time yeah. just because – if you want to learn, if you want to push creativity, and, and you want to try stuff out, like you got to do it on your own dime yep. and your own time. Yes. So, it, it eventually, you know, you need to get away from that because then yep. you'll never make the, money. You'll never get paid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. And it's a hard thing, you know, like friends and family, and you know, colleagues and stuff will want to ask for things for yep. free, and there's a balance. Every person in the creative field has gone through that. So. See, it's funny you brought that
3: up because we actually just recently had a friend of ours. We won't name drop. Who went through the had a wedding and their friend was a is a photographer Mm -hmm. took photos and they got they got a discount not the normal charge price but they then had some issues with how some photos turned out and what they received and what and whatnot Mm -hmm. kind of scenario (laughs) and then it kind of strained the friendship yeah and and my wife and I kind of had something similar she had a sorority sister do our photos and we had some disagreements after the fact and it was one of those things where if you just Hired somebody with no experience, or not no experience, but no well, ties, for, to, ties you. to
2: you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
3: You could have at least, you know, felt like it would have been more professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the thing they were at, where it was like they tried to tell him, "Hey, this is not what we got." And they're like, Can you just apologized." Then he would the whole, "Well, I'm sorry it wasn't up to your standards." Now it's like, <laughs> you know, I thought we were friends, and it's like, yeah, yeah but this is my one wedding day. I wanted yeah. it to be, you know, I wanted uh, this picture, that picture, and this picture, and I didn't get that. So, it, it, you know, I think I've learned is. Maybe just let the friends be there to support support you. Yeah,
0: and, okay. and
1: so then you don't have to have the awkward conversations. Yeah, you know? and I I've found the little bit I've worked in that world, and and my friend that does that, he could comment way more in depth. But there is a correlation between what you pay for and what yeah. you get. Oh, yeah, um, and and because uh, you know when you when you first like if you're if you're about to get married, and you're like, hey, I want to have someone come take pictures of my wedding. And you start checking the field out of oh. what's out there as far as talent. Oh. You can spend yes. a pretty penny on wedding oh, photography, yeah. Oh, yeah. but the, the detail-oriented mm-hmm. sort of way that those people work that are charging that top dollar, it's it's amazing. It's, so, it's
3: definitely worth it if you can if you figure, mean, fix your budget out and everybody's budget is different. Right. But like I think the thing they ran across is since it was a friend, they may have been more relaxed. Yeah. And as you know, if you're doing a professional setting, you worked it for a couple years, you've got to get those photos of all the groomsmen... In the line. set up, right? It's for grandma. It's for mama. It's for 30 years from now showing your kids or whatever to have in the in the books and whatever. The, the photos of you just standing around having some beers and talking are good, but you need the setup. Like, there's a reason we take school photographers every year when you're in school. Like, everybody wants those professional, like, just the lineup. So, it's there and, okay, here it is. The handout for Christmas presents or whatever. And I think some of those slip through the cracks. And it was like, I don't want to hand the one to my grandma of you holding a beer in your hand while you're talking to your buddy. I want them standing there drinking, you know, stuff like that. So it's one of those things where it's like, and then he was too lax because he was just. He, he was a friend. He so was a friend. So, so yeah. that, because that, you got to think about it
0: also, like the the emotion, the, the, the mentality is like, okay, so this is one of my friends. Yes. So I'm going to do what I do this part. But if it's somebody that you don't know you know, that energy is going to be totally different yeah. as far as what's work is concerned. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and that's with anybody. So, yeah. you know, from both sides, I can see. But I can learn from you
1: and from him whenever I get married. <laughs> yeah. they, they I'm
2: going yeah. to fall that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, that's the way to do it. I mean, it, it, you can always tell if the photographer's got the beer in their hand and the camera in the oh. other hand, you know it's probably a buddy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't yeah. want to yep. mess with it. And you. that
3: was the difference. Like, we did the photography... You know, we did the photographer, and then we hired a videographer as well to shoot some video. And you can tell the difference between – it was somebody I had known, but we weren't friends. I just gave them the business, but it wasn't like they were over there worried about having a beer with us, enjoying the moment. They were more getting the shots. They were more
1: professional. Exactly.
3: Getting the vows, getting the this, that, and the third. So, you know. but That's that's a tough business. It It is. is No, it definitely is. No, I understand because it's – it's hard clients to please because it's their one big day and it's a lot of money put into it. And yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So where did we leave off here? Did you start your You, Eric? Started
1: started the company. uh, And then just, it was. And that was, um, you
3: said this past spring, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Oh, okay. So
1: what, six months? Yeah. We we just, we passed where it like, I guess technically our first day being a company would have been like May 1st. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, And then the whole, you know, real, you know, sort of punch in the face of uh, paying for your own health insurance, and <laughs> how the hell am I going to pay my mortgage? Yes. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Like I've I've been through some some scary times over the last you know six to eight months or yeah. whatever. And but I signed up for it. Yeah. And and that's what we asked for. But fortunately, had a lot of great clients, had yeah. a lot of um, good relationships, and and then kind of just took that chance. And and I'm not going to say it's like paid off, but it's definitely. I'm, my happiness is like through the roof. Like yeah, just nice. being able to work for myself, um, being able to create cool stuff. That you know, again, like that's all I wanted to do is make stuff. Yeah. You know, whether it was records or films. So, um, and you roof, can see where you're going too. You know, just. yeah, yeah. It, it's you know, who knows where I'll be in five years? Like I could mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. transition into a different sort of part of filmmaking. I, I've been getting hired just to do cinematography, like myself, a little mm-hmm. bit here and there. Uh, separate from my company but mm-hmm. like um you know we we do everything we we write we do pre-production we do production we yeah. do post-production so like i like working on that that sort of it's, it's, like like it's like my own it's my new band right yeah. like erica yeah. and erica you got a piece of everything <laughs> yeah so like it, that. You know, we work we work really well together and the things that i am really bad at you know they're great at so yeah. that's that's super that's important to me Um, and the things that they're bad at, I'm great at. It's, it's such a nice balance. So, um, that's kind of where we're at. So working in the checkers for five years, did that give you a good client base? Yeah. I mean, some, some clients for sure. Like it, um, but again, like everything, most of the stuff we did was, was sports based. Yeah. And obviously right now we're doing a lot of sports work. So that's translated really well. Um, do I think we'll be doing? just sports or like heavy in sports forever yeah. absolutely not like i, yeah. I, I want to diversify yeah but you know i grew up playing sports i grew up watching sports yeah. i you know i went to my first panthers game at clemson yeah like it i'm a sports fan and 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 it just it was always a big part of my life um so to be able to work to work in that world doing what i do yeah um, is it's great like yeah. it's, it, it definitely is is um Really special to me just because, you know, it's, yeah. it's a merging of interests, you know. So, like, I, I think, um, I don't know where we're going to go. Yeah. But right now, a lot of sports work. And uh, so, that basis of storytelling in a sports world for the checkers is, is invaluable.
3: Yeah. So, that, so, to shoot that video, when they knew they were going to put the new the Panthers logo at midfield,
1: did they reach out to you guys? Like, how did that kind of that, that process go yeah. so, so you guys to get that gig? for in in the commercial filmmaking world there's a, there's a bidding process okay. where, where you submit something called a treatment yeah so um, we have a contact I, I did my first job for the Panthers probably like four or five years ago, and I got paid like two hundred bucks mm-hmm. and did a thing with Sirper and it was just like this slap together sort of thing yeah but the guy that is Sir Perry is a, a high school friend of mine. Yeah, and he's a super creative guy, and he's he's crazy talented. So I was like, absolutely, I will do this. Like, yeah. so he and I started working together a little bit, and then it kind of leveled up, and and so we have a relationship with the Panthers that we've sort of worked on for a couple years. Um, and the big the big tipping point was we did a film like a really short thing for for their social and digital media team, whatever. What, Chris McCaffrey's first year. So mm-hmm. last, last last year. year. Too. Came out. It was his first day at mini camp. First day, he had the jersey on. Yeah. Like first day for everything, and they, yeah. they hit us up and they're like, "Hey, we don't have a budget, much of anything, but we got a this. You know, most hype draft fit. I think that's funny though. They don't have a budget, but they're worth two point five well, million. I know.
3: I
2: know, <laughs> I know, I know, I know what
3: you Everybody <laughs> has a budget, but it's just funny to hear yeah, that from I mean,
2: from an NFL team. Oh, we don't have a budget, <laughs> so we want you to. Film our top draft, yeah, through, through his first days yeah. of everything. So you, just, well, we don't have a We
3: just of, got signed
2: to a multi 1000000 dollars contract, but we don't have a budget for you to film it. That's it's kind of funny. It, it, it just,
1: it's
2: just not right, right.
1: it is not, it's not. just sports. It's not just oh, the Panthers. That yeah. is my career yeah. In a nutshell. I right <laughs> well, yeah, I I it, yeah, And the Panthers are great, and and they're they're fair, and I will say that. But like that's, you know, we don't have a budget, but that, that's, that's so many conversations with so many different yeah. clients. And so, but it was a small thing, and, and we were hungry, and so we did this little minicamp feature, and it's on their YouTube with, with Christian, and like, it's just him at practice, running mm-hmm. around, doing the drills, okay. talking to the media, 59 seconds, get yeah. it on Instagram, move yeah. on. And it did really, really well. yeah. So like a month later, they hit us up, and then we did a film for them that same season called Wofford is Coming. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. And then
2: the yeah. whole theme
1: with from, the from, from Game of, the of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. yeah. So there, it was there. They had this idea. We want to hype up training camp this year, and we want to do it in the style of Game of Thrones. And they brought us on. Had a small budget, put it together, and you know we were shooting guys on horseback with. Yep. Them. Lots of fur, yeah, and leather, yeah, and all yeah. the stuff, and we did that whole. We did that, and it, it did really well. I did fantastic! I mean, yeah. that was awesome. And I was
3: still a little salty. I didn't get a shirt or like a suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, that whole campaign, we got to be a part of that, and then um, did we did some stuff for Bank of America, the fan stories throughout the year, and and then there were, you know obviously football season dies off, and then so we get this call uh, over the summer this year about um, you know it was it was very hush hush. Yeah. With yeah. David Tepper coming into the mix, and and um, and to be honest, like I feel kind of bad. Like I've been a Panthers fan since I was a child. Yeah, but like this is a big deal. Like yeah. this whole logo going to the midfield, it's yeah. a big deal on a lot of different levels. You know, I don't think I totally understood that. You know, though, I'm, I'm. It never bothered me as much as it bothered other people. Mm-hmm. And
3: I think that's where it was. Like, so. some people were so adamant. Right. And I guess I never really paid attention to it enough. Sure, like, I can it, agree, too. Like, you know, even playing Madden or playing whatever, it was just kind of – and I <laughs> and then when you hear people get so wrought about it, and I understand. You want, you know, everybody – if you remember, if you live in Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, you're paying your tax dollars to that stadium. Yep. If you're a fan, you like to see your logo when the highlights come up. But I guess it never bothered me the same way as other things may have. What the team had done yeah. So I I feel you on that To where I understood It's cool that it's there We were actually just talking about it yesterday Because they came over to watch the game I just wish it was a little bit bigger. Little bigger. Yep. <laughs> just yeah. like you know, when you go into like to pull the image out, just pull it out a little bit. But you know, beggars yeah. can't be yeah. choosers. So like, And yeah. I agree because I, I never really noticed it until
0: like I started when we start when they started talking about it. Yeah. Then I started looking at other fields and I was yep. like, yeah. okay. So but then I was like, I was cool with it, just saying Carolina Panthers in the, in the end zone. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. But now it's like you know what? I like this. Yeah. yeah. Could be bigger, but yeah. I'm not gonna argue with yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. But wasn't it? It wasn't the reason why he Jerry Richardson, who owned the Panthers at the time, had the shield at the fifty yard line was because he was grateful for It was just his way of saying things. Thank you for the,
3: thank your you order. to Roger yeah. yeah. or yeah. not Roger, not Richards, the NFL, uh, the NFL, this is the NFL for giving him for giving him a franchise. Although
0: but. he should have been he didn't have to show it in that way because yeah. it's the NFL, so yeah. but well, well, the funky
3: true. story I saw after kinda of all that stuff went down, they changed it, was there was a the, I guess ten years after, ten years into the team, he owned the team. Mm-hmm. When his sons were the president and all that kind of stuff, they came to him and were like, "Hey, let's do something for the fans. Let's put the Panther logo at midfield and da da da." And I guess he just there's a lot of stuff coming out of it. obviously I, he was just such a hard ass, and he was like, "No, just leave it at the leave the leave the shoe at the effing field at the Yeah. Center, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where they there were people who tried to get it changed,
2: but. He, he was, was so he was stubborn in his ways that yeah. he yeah. didn't want it, want to change.
3: But okay. yeah, so right.
1: I, no, I don't,
2: don't feel bad about it because it didn't bother
1: me as me much either. as some other people. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they were so secretive about it, yeah. and like, and their team that we work with, they're like, they know that organization and that fan base in and out. Yeah, they know social media so well and how to manipulate it and how to make sure that things are protected. So yeah. I get it. So now I understand. But I was just sort of like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And she, you know. The people we work with there stressed how big of a deal this was. So we so we were asked to submit a treatment and bid on the job yeah. because they were they bid it supposedly bid it out to a lot of production companies, big national, small, and mm-hmm. so they're like we'd like to have someone we work with before, someone in Charlotte, yeah. submit an idea. And if our idea sucked, then they would have hired yeah. somebody else. But we got really lucky, and um, we wrote we wrote this whole script that that you see in the film and uh, submitted it with imagery and inspiration and all these things that we wanted to get them in the right mindset this is what we want to create read this script and kind of try to put yourself in that mind frame so that's how a treatment sort of works and so we submitted it and we were awarded the job yeah um with a budget that we negotiated with them to execute it because making a film like that is very expensive oh yeah. yeah there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of people that we hire there's a lot of talent that was hired you know all that stuff so locations and everything um so you you get that process worked out, and then you uh, you kind of move forward with the creative. We got to meet um, you know all the people on their their team and kind of go through the script and tweak every little word just because they want to make sure everyone feels included. And there yeah. was there was a lot of emphasis in this film of of making sure that both states were represented. Like yeah. that was a huge thing to them. Like we are not just a North Carolina team. Yeah. We want to show both states. We want to show. How broad and diverse our fan base is like that was such a high priority thing to them. So that that was nice to know going into the writing process. So that was always my fun fact when I was like in fifth, sixth grade
3: because I had a Panther. You know the little fold over folders that (laughs) would have different teams on it, and (laughs) inside of it, it would give you. It had like Panther fun facts, and one of them was the reason they chose the Panther logo as it is because if you kind of put North and South Carolina together, it was the Panther head. And people, yep. no one ever would believe me at school and I'd pull open my little photo. and no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, of course, who knows? I mean, that obviously was, I'm guessing, someone who knew it was, wrote it in there. Yeah. And it, that was why kind of the Panther okay. head was the logo and it was the Panthers and all that kind of stuff. So then finally, then when Tepper came on, obviously he wants North and South Carolina money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's, he, does he doesn't sick. want to
3: exclude them. just, you know, you know, get more money, taxpayer, all that stuff. But it was cool to see how that, that you know, putting more emphasis on both states and making it one because yep. you can you know a lot more
1: fans that way a lot True. bigger mm-hmm. you yeah. know so. i mean i was told from the get-go by their team that he was the one who was spearheading this yeah this whole he you know i was told he's going to make this change and he wants this to be big he he wants to put something out that that represents how big of a change this is and yeah. that, why it's important yeah and all those sort of things so um, I think he was really hands-on with this, and you know, we got to work with him. We had a day of production with, or a, I say, a day of production. Yeah. He was there. He like came out. He, yeah, he did it. But <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The nicest man, like yeah. very professional, very friendly, very talkative. Like he it yeah. was not. I've worked with a lot of high-profile people in sports in, in a shooting sense, where you yeah. know it's like, oh, you've got this guy for 20 minutes, and they come in. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be there. Yeah, you knock it out. They're great on camera. As soon as we cut, they kind of go with. You know, do whatever. They're yeah. on their, they're on their phone the whole time, like that whole song right. and dance. Yeah, super nice guy. Like, yeah, the, he was talked to our whole crew, using people's names. The people who were the Panthers employees, he had a rapport with them that was really great. Yeah. So I got a really good vibe from him. That, nice. That, nice. Yeah. So
2: that was nice. So, so when I did you guys? When did you guys get
1: the call about them wanting to do this video? Uh, so when was the first game of the season? Um, first actual game. Or first preseason. September 9th uh, regular season. Remember, weekend. they did do it for
3: the preseason. Yeah, that's part. right. They did
1: yeah. it the Sunday. Nine. the Sunday. September 9th. So we would really have yeah. got this call in probably mid to early July. I think we got the call Ooh. about wow. submitting is, something. So you guys submitted it
2: early July. I believe so. And you guys had July and all of August to get the video shot
1: and edited and yeah. sit. So did you have to send it to them before it went? Oh yeah. So okay. Back tons of back and forth meetings with them at, at you know at their offices via the phone, whatever it was. There's a lot of people. Um there's a there's a guy, Stephen Drummond, is the head of the digital media department yeah. there, and mm-hmm. he's a very, very respected, you know, guy, and, and he he had his hands on it, and so you know, he was he was involved in it. Amy Kime, who's their sort of digital media guru, she had her hands all over it and they were they were instrumental parts. So it was a team effort for I sure. Got um, with a lot of people in their, on their end and then that's like a couple of weeks of conversations getting that script like locked in uh-huh. and then we actually the production started so we shot the, the film came out on the ninth for the game or the, sorry the day before the 8th yeah, yeah. we shot on the 7th or excuse me on the 8th until about 3 in the morning September 8th? September 8th. I I drove away from the stadium at about 3 o'clock in the morning after wrapping the production with the grounds crew member talking to the camera. We shot that the night before. And Ariel, sorry, Ariel was the night before. The groundskeeper stuff was like a week before. But at 3 o'clock in the morning I left and we turned around and edit and I delivered it at you know, like the three of us, our whole team, we were up until, you know, eight yeah. o'clock in the morning, sent out the final final cut. So yeah, we, had, we shot with you a week before. A week before. So we yeah. had just... Yeah,
2: because yeah we
1: were me, him, his wife and our
2: buddy that came in from town, we were up in Newton when Jarianna got the call. Yeah. Yeah. About you guys. Was in August. About yeah. you
1: guys coming to mm-hmm. to yeah. there and doing it. Yeah. Wow. So the, product, the actual production side was about two weeks because yeah. we traveled to South Carolina all over North Carolina um, you know getting all those different there were so many scenes that got yeah. cut that never made that never yeah. made it um, but shooting all well, this that's stuff how, if people don't know
3: that's kind of how the film business goes yeah. I mean there's so much you go into it you know like you always want to shoot more than what you need, yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Because you, you can, can always cut it down. stuff is going to end up on the cutting work route. Yeah, and then, more, then so. there
1: was stuff that that you know maybe didn't work out like we thought in our heads. There's yeah. stuff that maybe the Panthers saw and were like, ah, we don't want to, we don't want to do this because of that. You know, so yeah. they, they cut some stuff, we cut some stuff, and it was again, it was a collaborative effort. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, it was about two weeks of production and then editing, like intermittently, leading up to. So on that last night, I could, you know, we could sit down and say, I got five hours to deliver this thing. We were just dropping in the aerial stuff, the last minute sort of thing. Yes. Cause the logo got painted that day. Yeah. And then we flew with this company called Vidmuse, uh, it's based out of Asheville. They brought their drone down and put the camera on there and, and sent it up and knocked out all those aerial shots, mm-hmm. um, the night before it came out. So it, it was, there was a tight turnaround and they, they said from the get go, that's how they want to do it. Cause they're not going to paint. Mm-hmm. You know, there was even talk of like painting overnight. There was a lot of discussion, or because that was the thing that broke. I remember on Twitter, yeah, people who were people in the high nervous. rise, yeah. they could
3: kind of see the the logo getting. It was half halfway done. It was getting painted. Oh, so there. that's how you do it. it see, yeah. so yeah. I mean, they, there's only so much you could do. You couldn't have yeah, a huge yeah. dome on the whole thing. And so. they
1: they were so nervous about that, and like there were so many different tactics that they discussed about how to try to protect the news just so that. They wanted to announce it, it was, yeah, it yeah. was their thing, yeah, 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 and yeah. they had every right to, to do that, yeah. and, and uh, so that was, there was a lot of discussion about that, and the logistics side, because the field, the guys that work the grounds, like, they know, like, if this doesn't go down in time, like, it's yeah. not going to look right for the game, mm-hmm. it's not going to look right on TV, so try, so many moving parts, so so they, wow. they had to navigate all that, which was a massive undertaking, but, you um, know, so we just basically lived by their schedule and show up and do what we need to do over those two weeks that, that we shot at the stadium three different days. Yeah. So. So now,
3: what's, what is your, what do you see your company? What's y'all's next move? Next move, wow. Like what um, else you got coming up and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so that, that, this film created some buzz for us for sure. Um It's been really, really great because it's getting referenced a lot. So we've got some sports work um kind of in the hopper. We're sending yeah. out a lot of treatments in the sports world right now yeah. just because, you know, people see it. and, yeah. and um, uh, But we just actually completed a commercial uh, for the Carolina Hurricanes. Nice. So it's yeah. kind of interesting. Like, a guy who worked for the Panthers last season, mm-hmm. left, went to Barclays Center, then got hired by the Canes, and now, so our phone rang as soon as he got that job and was like, you guys got to make some stuff for the Canes. Nice. Oh, so right. had us up to Raleigh. We Then we their whole take warning campaign this yeah. year. Uh, we shot the commercials. So... Uh, there's a, the in arena version. If you go to a Canes game this year, the open video yeah. and their 30 second and 15 second TV spots during nice. games. We we produced those this year, so nice. we just released our cut of that today. And uh, coming up, yeah, you put that
3: up on Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, put
1: yeah. it on Instagram today our, on our Instagram, and uh, you know, just lots of stuff in the hopper. I think I think uh, we'll have some NASCAR work coming up. We do a lot of NASCAR just because of where we're located. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and I think I think going forward, you know, I, we we want to really push into commercials, and that's kind of where we're kind of hitting our stride right now. We do some documentary, but you know, if we're working in sports, I'm not going to complain. I, I don't yeah. want to do that long term. I'd like to be more diverse, but but right now, you know, it's kind of okay. Yeah, you guys can get your hands on. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm not. Uh, we can't afford to say no to a lot of stuff. Like there are, <laughs> there are certain things that don't don't fit what we want to do and don't. You know, you got to be really careful about what you put out because the work you put out is what people are going to hire you to do. (laughs) Because they're going to say, "You did that. I want that." Uh, Yeah. So you got to be really careful with what you put out. We don't, you know, everything we do, we definitely don't post because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's the there's there's a a filmmaker here in Charlotte. One time, I heard him use the term reels versus meals. So he was just like, "When I look at jobs, is this going to go on my reel and I'm going to show it off to how awesome it is, or is this going to put food on my table?" You know, it's, so there's that balance. Yeah, that, that's every creative job that art, yeah. art versus commerce. Yeah, uh, it's is, gotta be paid at some point. So, yeah, so. And, and you know, a lot of people would probably say I'm I'm a loser for even having that conversation with myself in my head, but it's the truth. You know, like no. I want to do this for a living yeah. and. I have responsibilities. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, so that's, you know, if Chuck E. Cheese comes with calling for a commercial, <laughs> I mean, the, the, uh, yeah. the price is right.
3: I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Kind
1: yeah. Of thing so, too, so it's, it's a balancing act for sure. Yeah. But, uh, we've been really fortunate. Like I, I cannot, cannot say how fortunate we've been this year with just, um, people that want to work with us and people that have trusted us with their brand. Yeah. Big and small. So I, I take uh, pride in that. Coolest place you've traveled to shoot something. Hmm um man um probably missoula montana in in on on a professional sense missoula okay. i made a personal film we went we traveled to thailand and i did like a little personal film but for work yeah missoula montana for sure we got to do one of our clients is ebay and we do a lot of storytelling for them uh, okay you know, on their philanthropic side yeah we got to go to missoula and it was it's a crazy place, man. Like yeah. it's just so different than North Carolina. Like that's why it's cool. Yeah, it's just so different. It's open. It's beautiful. Um, I Had a couple of great breweries there. Oh, I like, yeah. went to that's right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right up. It, so man. yeah, it was a really cool place. Like it sounds ridiculous. Like no one thinks like to go there, but yeah. I had a blast in Missouri. What, what was the coolest spot for your, the band? Is oh, your uh, I like New Orleans a lot. I'm a big fan of New Orleans. Um, I love New York City. I love Austin, Texas. I love San Francisco. Okay. You know, there was always like there's when you when you do that for a living, you base where you want to go based on crowds. So like there's places you would never assume you'd want to go, but like San Antonio, Texas. Out of control. Every yeah. time you go there, the people that like people just want music and they love it and they <laughs> love live music. And yeah. so it was amazing to go there. But you never think like, oh San Antonio is gonna be awesome. <laughs> so, you know, then you'd go to a big city where it's supposed to be a great, great place, and the music scene's terrible. Yeah, okay. So that—that's a different, different ball game for sure with the music. But uh, yeah. now
3: we forgot to give our breakdown of our burial car results. A little late. <laughs> hate to give Jeeps his due. It's he kind of right. cheated one out there. Duval had first. He ran to the wall. I got banana and slowed down, spinning across the finish line as yes. Jeeps uh, hit the first place.
1: What was your how, what was your first experience playing beer? Your card? How would you feel on that one? So everyone drank immediately. <laughs> so I said, "All right, I'm going to drive immediately." Yeah. <laughs> so I knocked out a lap, a really solid lap, and then the laps started getting really bad. So a lot of opportunities to work on the beer, uh, but then just fell too far That's behind. I mean. With uh, it was more, it was just my driving It was really bad.
3: Yeah, I think you know the the disadvantage for someone who's new playing is trying to figure out. What kind of method you want to use? And I think strategy us yeah. strategy wise, I'm about at ninety percent when I play chug straight off the top. At least get something down first, first okay, just first. to get the beer started. Anything just down, to yeah. get anything down to get it momentum wise, uh, because then you have to pick and choose your battles on win. You know, and then you're trying to get you know you know you're going to wreck or roll at some point. Is yep, that man. you're going to drink? So <laughs> that's that. I mean, I think I, Jeeves first. I was second. Duval third. But he one got one thing that
2: one thing that pushed me was. When Duvall said it, he's like, he's he, fin- he finished chugging. He's like, all right, no more picking up, time to race. I'm like, oh, crap, Duvall's already done, so I got to hustle on the period. <laughs> so I hustled on the period, and oh. you tipped him off, see? Look at him. Don't worry about it. So that's what my hey, kind of strategy was right there. With
3: that, I'm at 27. Jeeves finally off the five schnod. You're at six wins. Duvall's still at seven. Corey at two, Adam at four, Buck at two, Dylan, Alex, and Jack all at one. And now our first time of record will move to one in 40. <laughs> so you'll be that 40th loss, so that's all right. Um, but, yeah, does anybody – at listen, do I, I think we've, we, can, we can jump to the notebook unless – Okay, I I have one more. What so you you shoot? What are some of your like hobbies? What do you like to do for fun or to like just
1: relax? Uh, play. You know, a lot of playing with cameras, like stills stills cameras. Okay. Um, film and digital. Okay. I like to do that. Um, I have a friend that's a great film photographer. I pull a lot of knowledge and experience from him and play with that medium. Uh, I love to cook. I love food. I love wine. I love beer. Okay. Um, so I spend a lot of time cooking. I have a big green egg. So I. Uh, oh, that's good. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I spend. I, What's your favorite thing to cook on that? Uh, so far it's it's been ribs. Okay. I, I do chicken wings the most, but yeah. the ribs are probably like yeah, break
3: down your rib.
1: Uh, recipe. Honestly, the best. Some of the best stuff I've done. There's a guy in Austin, Texas named Aaron Franklin. Mm-hmm. Franklin's barbecue is like the thing in Austin. Yeah. And Texans are all about salt and pepper, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. No, no chili powder, no garlic, no mustard, no nothing. It's you can oil a piece of meat, salt and pepper, that's it. And yeah. heavy, heavy, heavy on the pepper. Yeah, his rib recipe like blew my mind. Okay, so that was a big one for me. His uh, and I did his turkey too for Thanksgiving last okay. year. Goodness gracious! send everybody down to the sleep yeah. then afterwards. Yeah, right? yeah. I, got, <laughs> yeah. So exactly. I, I, I cook got, a lot. Yeah, I got one.
0: Okay, so you talked about you know so much. Great work you've done. What's like the worst experience you've had
1: <laughs> in a filmmaking sense? Yes. Um, oh, wow. Um, I mean, I've had like the common stuff of like, uh, you know, I, I accidentally erased a card oh, on location. Yeah. So like we, we use, you know, cards going in and out of the camera. Usually you have the budget for someone on set called a DIT and you hand the cards off to them and their whole responsibility is to back up the cards you don't have budget for that all the time. you know. We, yeah. work on, we work on big budgets. We work on small budgets. So I didn't have that. So I thought I had backed up a piece of content and, um, and then went through all the cards we had on set that day, which is another mistake I made. I should have had more. Put the next one in the camera, formatted it, wiped it clean, and kept shooting. And then I got home to, to start cutting and didn't, didn't have, have one main piece of content. So I had to pay... Not, not the money. Don't care. The fact that we had to pay to send someone back down to, to shoot that again, like it wasn't that bad. It was just like that feeling. The yeah. second you know no, up. you've done that and someone has trusted you to, to do a good job, like yeah. just awful. But I don't know. Like, I mean, y'all can say the same thing. Like, no matter what you do, I, my whole career, no matter what I've been doing has based, been based around making mistakes. Like, I screw up something on every job I do. No. And not not in, like, a catastrophic sense, but, like, I make mistakes. I'm like, oh, wish I had done that that way. Yeah. And I learn something on every single job. So it doesn't matter if you work in banking or if you make films or, yeah. you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, uh, having those bad experiences has been the most valuable thing in my yeah. whole career. Well, that's right. how you learn. So, right. yeah, yeah, You exactly. learn from making mistakes. Yeah, and so. yeah. big and small. Like, yeah. you, you make mistakes on every job. You wish you'd done things differently, and then you uh, you'll never make that mistake twice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now my cards are labeled organized i've got a ton of them yeah i hire a dit whenever i can like you know i'm much more careful with that and so if the panthers are listening i would never think about having that happen i one of our jobs. there you go i'll jump
3: i'll jump back to the more personal side give me your favorite brewery in charlotte
1: well i told you like i told you earlier i'm biased because bird song's in my neighborhood yeah so i go to bird song a lot um Favorite brewery? Ah. I mean, Catawba's in my neighborhood as okay. <laughs> well. <Yeah. laughs> now, lately, I've, I've been finding myself at Legion a lot. Okay. And I've had some stuff at Legion that is a, a stretch. I'm not the most adventurous beer drinker. Like, okay. uh, you know, I get into ruts. I'll drink ales for a long time. I'll go to, I've been, I went on a lager kick this yeah. summer. Like, I like stouts and porters. So I, I get in streaks and. So I'm not the most adventurous or diverse beer drinker, but I've had some good stuff at Legion recently. I took their tour, yeah. and their processes are really cool. And yeah. I, was really, I was really turned on by like the way they do their business and the okay. way they, they uh, source ingredients and stuff like that. Um, the, one thing, the one brew I always love to, to talk about is uh, Free Range. If you've been to Free Range yes. on North Davis this uh, those guys – I went in there one time, had an amazing stout, went a couple months later, and I was like, dude – I gotta get that coffee stout yeah. that you had last time that blew my mind they were like oh we don't have that anymore yeah I was like okay cool when are you making some more never never oh, and they were just a while with that
2: unapologetic. stuff unapologetic Bre- yes. brewery's
1: are uh, unapologetic and they yeah. were like no we, we shop ingredients and when there's an ingredient we can get that's fresh and local and a good deal we'll bring it in and make a beer but we're not trying to like bottle a pale ale like every other brewery in the city and yeah. get it in Harris Teeter yeah. so I have a ton of respect for that from like an artist standpoint yeah. that's like that's like Banksy like having that painting go up on the wall and as soon as the guy paid millions of dollars for it it shreds itself. You know, yeah. like I sorta of love that like FU mentality to yeah. a certain extent because yeah. in my job I can't always afford I can't afford to work that way. Yeah, yeah. But like that type of artist Gets anyone who works in an artistic field that yeah. little bit of like, and that's respect. what I love so much about breweries and brewing beer and stuff. And going there is they're so
3: different, they're so similar, but they're also so different once you start diving into them. Mm-hmm. And you notice that about free ranges, they're very, like you said, yeah. natural ingredients, all that, but they're going to do their way. And it can come off a little standoffish, a little asshole yeah. in a way, but <laughs> you know, that's how they want to do it. And that, I mean, that beer brought you back in, it did, but now you're going, okay well dang I want that beer but hey let me at least try something else and they're, yeah. they're going to stick to their ways and how they do it and like you said you have to make yourself different especially this market in Charlotte where it feels like at least every year we've got 10 new breweries opening oh, yeah. and it's it so can't be the same it yep. can't be too small it can't be like like you said you, you can't try to compete with the hot drop and roll you can't yeah. like because that I mean it's got the awards it's got this. you know it has yeah. got the swagger with it, it but was, you got to do something different yeah. so it's like that brings people in there and I think they have a a little nice little thing working over yeah. there. And we did just shoot we yeah, had we shot a review, I wanna say about a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago there. And it is a cool little spot to go to yeah, check it's out. It's different, right? it's
1: super different. Yeah. Um but even on the big scale, like I I'm guilty sometimes of, of doing this, but like I, I got to meet um and hung out a couple of times with the head brewer at at Noto, Chad. Yeah. And Chad like even though Noda's like the big name in town, they're in all the stores and they're bottling tons and tons of beer, lots of production facilities, like the dude is passionate oh, about yeah. what yep. he does. Yeah. And like, so I, you know, even though he's at a, a big brewery in the scale of Charlotte, like that sort of passion and the fact that he, he is, you know, every time we talk to him, he's all about it. Oh, so yeah. like I, I feed off that, but also, uh, Wooden Robot opening up in Noda Really excited. Has that about opened that? yet? Not yet. They still it's so. That, yeah, that's gonna that's be some sweet. That's the best yeah. beer. In, oh, that, my, in my opinion, of the so, best beer in Charlotte. I
3: agree. I've Not said that. That's yet. that's the best beer in Charlotte. Yeah. What they brew, and I like how they do it, and I like the. You know the reason behind their name? I don't. It's because they actually were voted in one of the beer magazines as like one of the most top interesting, unique names and mm-hmm. bre- beers. It was basically the process of wooden robot. Robots usually aren't wooden, but it's the innovation of a robot but using the, they use steel casks mm-hmm. a lot yeah. a lot of the time and just a robot being innovative, but also the wooden part of Aspect that's played into it as well is that's why they came up with the name Wooden Robot. That's but cool. Yeah, no, I, I'm a big... Like I said, I think that's the best beer in Charlotte, hands down. Yep, I'm with is. you on that. So, so the fact
1: that they're coming into my neighborhood is oh, yeah. dangerous. Yeah, it is. It just shows you how much money's there if they have yeah, yeah, two man. locations.
3: So, totally. All right, let's get to it. Jeeves, are you ready? Let's go. All right, so Ben is going to grab the... Triple N Sauce Escape 109 Warehouse Distillery Notebook It's right there next to you Basically what it is Is a notebook full of random questions He's going to pick one He's going to ask it And then we'll all answer To our likening While he's doing that We'll do a quick little housekeeping First we'll start off With our top ten And to pick them And yes it is Monday But it's one game It's the The Patriots and Bills And I'm pretty sure Everybody probably chose the Patriots, Patriots. If you chose the Bills Wow he's You're crazy for the fence. Yeah exactly Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that the top ten is going to change too much. Uh, first place is still the eight-year-old, Tyler Kakela, yeah. uh, holy moly. Second is Duvall. Third is Jerryna. Fourth is John Long. Quarters fifth. Nate sixth. Myself, I'm seventh. Jesse's eighth. Cosby's ninth. And Buck is tenth. And, Jeeves, you are hanging down Hello. with bottom feeders at
2: 20th. That's tough. It's tough, but it's been halfway through the season. Yeah. It's so I hope I can come back in the second half. And- yeah. Spoke all and I races. have... Oh, ooh, getting spicy. Yeah. I have enjoyed the new drop the
3: lowest score this year. I feel like there's a lot yes. more movement yes. yeah. going I, on as we were I talking
2: about it yesterday one. while watching the game. It makes so. you a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. It makes you want to take a little... Take an underdog.
3: Well, I also feel like he doesn't, it doesn't hurt you as much because you know you can at least lose your lowest score at some yeah. point. Yeah, but the only so, thing is, is
0: if you got two weeks of low scores, that's that, yeah. that's, the, that's the tough part. Yep. Yeah.
3: And so now we'll update our Survivor fantasy game. Basically, uh, Natalie went home. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, Zach Bell was the only one with her. All the scores are the same from last week. Zach Bell's up to 10 points. Uh Lindsey 12, Hillary 11. Berea with 4, myself with 2, Gavana 9, McKinney 7, Catherine 4, Candace 2, Kakayle Amy Kikaley 1, Bronson 4, Adam 4, and then Greg Kakeley, Corey, and Jarrett all have 0. They have all their people left. Buck mm-hmm. with 8, you you've got nine, um, I got Cher six. with 1, My Parents with 3, Harley with 4, Jeff at 10, Amy Hurley with 6, Jarietta with 1, Josh Hurley with 7, Jeeves was you got six, six. Uh, Duvall you're at nine, and that's uh, it's gonna to me the battle last is gonna be between Jeeves, Buck, and our Randy Chant Lindsay.
2: Yeah, but I I feel like I'm on the on the uprise because after the merge when they split the three teams, yeah, my my top two and my bottom one got split up. Okay, so now they have a chance to work on their own game and make make a make a game for themselves. When they were together, I was kinda worried because they had my number one, which is the pro wrestler, he was kinda calling all the shots for yeah. the Goliaths. Now that they're split up, they have to call their own shots or they have to make a different alliances yeah. to keep themselves in the game and not count on him yeah. to keep And them I can in. say that this this season of Survivors is very funky. Like yeah. you know it to have Three two people teams go out with injuries. Three, yeah, you know, so, yeah. so no one no one picked the injury girl? B? Bye? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was last week. My bad. That was last, last week. week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We only week. had Natalie
3: went on this one at yeah. six. Like I said, is gonna be interesting because you went one, two, three, and you've got three left, and Lindsay went three, four, five, and she has three left. So and Buck went one, three, four. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. who finishes with the last place. Um but yeah, no. It's it's been solid. It's been good and yeah, did you did you find a question or are you still are you still hunting?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in here. I mean <laughs> if, if, if there was, most of them have been checked off. Right? I know there's so many check marks. Oh, no, um, yeah, yeah. So
3: obviously pick one that's not checked. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: um there's a couple cat cat-based ones and as a cat owner, you know, I was initially gravitating toward those okay. uh but uh some of them seem too too simple. This okay. uh hunted by cats sort of stuff here. <laughs> Um. Honestly, like, and I don't know my answer, but I, I'm more interested. Maybe y'all could start. Okay. Because I, I find this fascinating. But what's something that bothers you, but it shouldn't? Because Is there that a ex- next to it, there's yeah. not a name. I think next I to actually, it. I think I put that one in there. I'm trying to think of
3: why I put that one in there. It bothers, it bothers
1: you, but shouldn't? Yeah, because I struggle with this, so I'm more interested in in y'all's thoughts than my own, but. Uh.
3: Why did I put that in there?
1: You know what? I think I, I, I thought about it. Mine
3: one was... I think that's coming to me right now. Maybe if we start talking, another one will pop up. The Replacing the toilet paper roll the right way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Why, it shouldn't bother me because as long as the toilet paper roll is put on there, at least there's that effort of it's put on the roll. what yeah, yeah, what nothing yeah. that, what, Something that does bother me that would is if you sit down and use the restroom and there is no toilet paper roll, then you got to do the waddle to try to find it or whatever. So then it's like okay, at least if you put it on there. But then if you put Effort. it on the wrong way, to where it's the underway, where I'm, I like the toilet paper. It shouldn't bother me, but it does bother. That 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 that, that that's my answer there on that one. Because I like it over the top, because you can just pull the toilet Ooh. paper and it's easy peasy. Yeah. You As can
1: a, go real trivial on this one and do like small little day to day things that bother you. But you yeah. can go, oh, can, you, you can 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 go real big, big deep yeah. on this one, like yep. more important stuff. So yeah. that's why I'm curious. Ooh, I don't know, Jeeves, you go. I'm still thinking as well. What bothers me that shouldn't? Because like, okay, here's here's where my head's at.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you could say people that drive a certain way. Yeah. You know, but like, and you could say, oh, that that bothers me, but it shouldn't. Well, maybe it should. Yeah. You know, we're talking <laughs> yeah. about we're talking about safety here. Yeah. Like, dead you know. vehicles. Oh, awesome. I got one. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. Now this is pre torn Achilles. Okay. So <laughs> so so I used, I used to play ball. You don't know. I used to play basketball. So, like, um, I play pickup and, you know, how it goes. So, what bothers me is when a guy comes into the gym and is overdressed. So, when I say overdressed, that's the guy with everything matches, has on, like, a team basketball jersey, a <laughs> sleeve, a mouthpiece, and a headband. And it's like, listen, we're playing pickup ball at 6 a.m. We have to go to work on Monday. So yeah. why are you <laughs> in here yeah. in this series? they yeah. still
3: hoping the scout won't show yes. up. Yes. Like, like, so that
0: really bugs me. Like, I, I don't, cool. not so much. But I also, Jacob knows, like, I, I referee and scorekeeper at a gym. So I see it at an all time high. And these are like grown men with their kids on the sideline. And I'm just like, listen, dude, like, it's, it's not that serious. There's no Hornet Scout coming through here,
2: there's no D League,
0: there's, no there's nobody playing, coming to try and watch you to go overseas.
3: And you're trash. <laughs> so why are
0: you doing this? But yeah, I
3: think it's and I get it because I I like to throw in a headband. That's different because I like to because to me actually it's wild how a headband will make you keep the sweat out of your eyes. It but, serves a purpose. It serves a purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like that last little bit of hope of. You, what you watch on TV, it's just like, Mm-mm. you get the
2: juice. I, I know what you're saying. It's it's and, and they're out there in warm with headphones on and all and <laughs> and like, that. Like, that's yeah. like That's Yeah, I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn, that one was quick. That was good. <laughs> I mean, so one, one of mine that stemmed from what you just brought up is I love, like, like so I've uh, gone to, like, run charity 5k 10k yeah. and stuff like that before and like the people that do any sort of strenuous exercise where you sweat a lot and they wear over-ear headphones <laughs> yeah. and i'm like dude what are you doing dude, like yeah, just that? for the like, sweat like, first hey. of all those are expensive yeah. as hell yeah they're not made to be sweat on you're yeah. making yourself hotter you look like an idiot yeah. like yeah. i just i love like mid 10k just like jogging by and someone's got like beats on and yes like,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that go in your ear, no. those the ones yeah. that are like just drenching. Like the and I'm proper like, beats, yes. yeah.
1: Like uh, no those studio, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. studio airplane at home, like yes, great stuff to <laughs> have. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's real. sweat, yeah,
3: that
2: is
1: good. Beats
3: headphones, uh, I thought you were gonna say like one time I remember going to a five k and see people like with big gulps before. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, why do you need a Dr. Pepper before you're about to either walk or run 3.2 miles? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't understand a, that. That's either a good the purpose, yeah. but. Man. I know you got a one. You yeah, know. you got to have something that bothers you that you should be like, ah, that shouldn't bother me.
1: We all have like 20 of those things every day. So, yeah. But you just yeah, don't retain them. Yeah. You don't routine, routine. Every, like, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, another easy one for me is why I wear headphones at work a lot, is, which I guess it probably It's just sometimes people eating close to you in the cube, and I know you've got an environment where you're not associated in the cube. but there's a particular person in my area that I've had to, like, I requested in the budget, like, can I get a nice set of headphones, like, the noise canceling, because it's, like, you can hear just every type of sound, just even the breathing and the crunching, and then it's just, like, sometimes I just, like, I get up, you know, and just try to walk around, too, to get away from it, so I,
2: but, yeah. (laughs) I, I guess, going off of that, the headphones, one, is when you're at the gym, like when I when I used to go to the gym with Jacob and his family, it's the guys who are out there that have the gloves on and that are they make a sound with every with every rep that they do. Mm-hmm. Is they make a sound, like a grunt sound and everything, I'm like, dude, you are not in a strong man competition. <laughs> you don't need to be making that noise, mm-hmm. but I'll let, I'll let it slide. Yeah. So it's like that one shouldn't bother me, but it does. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're at, you're out there. Yeah, you're you're in a you're at the aquatic center. You're in yeah. there to get to get in shape. You're not mm-hmm. in there to go to the the whatever the highest for the muscle guys is. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not the, you're not at the aquatic center to do that. If you mm-hmm. were to do that, you would be going to having a personal trainer at your house with no one there,
0: but. That, that kind of that kind of bugs me too. Is what? people that claim to be personal trainers but don't have the bodies of a personal trainer. Yes. Oh, that's always yeah. A that, 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 that's, that's, that's
2: all. That's all. Like, 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 you're a personal <laughs> trainer, but yeah. you're only a few hundred pounds heavier than me. But you're training me how to do everything that you just learned how to do two weeks ago. That's yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, that's tough.
3: <laughs> people walking barefoot everywhere can get. Up <laughs> no, and it shouldn't bother me because it's not my feet. But, like, you ever seen somebody walking barefoot through the grocery store or just, like, barefoot somewhere and you're just like, yo. Like, I know, like, when we were in college, they used to do those, like, awareness days. Mm-hmm. Walk, walk barefoot for the day because mm-hmm. of the kids in Africa or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just not. I mean, it, I just – everywhere I'm going, I don't miss – like, I just imagine going to the bathroom yeah. with no shoes yeah. on. Like, I, oh, it's, I
1: think it's a cultural thing because yeah. I, I have a lot of friends that are in Australia and in the summer, like – Dudes don't wear shoes, like they just don't, and they're, they'll go. You know, not, it's not like extravagant. Yeah, like, Kate. Okay, you know, if we if we're on a road trip or something, and we pop into like a gas station to buy a, buy a water or a coke yeah. or something, like. They're, they're not, not going to put shoes on like, ah, you know, and I, I whereas I'm like cringing <laughs> yeah like a yeah, no yeah. lot of that, <laughs> that oh. because you know how the gas stations are yeah. over oh, here yeah. Yeah, they're oh. not the
2: cleanest thing oh. just to walk
1: barefoot yeah, yeah. in the warm environments in that oh. country the, the cultural thing is yeah. to just not wear shoes and you know walking on gravel and stuff and I'm like my precious yeah. baby feet like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah. that could be oh. yeah. alright
3: well any final thoughts? And now, afterwards, you can add your own question.
1: In there. I will. I definitely where then, will. If, where
2: can people find your um, social media for your company?
1: So, uh, so my company's um, in, we're on Instagram, whatnot underscore films. Mm-hmm. Uh, our website is whatnot.tv. We're on Vimeo. That's where we post a lot mm-hmm. of our work too. And then my personal one is at Ben Carter photo. So it's mostly work-related stuff, but you know, occasional. Yeah. Whatever I I run across, my Instagram is sort of all over the place. uh, Yeah, no, I was stoked to be here. It's really cool. I've never had to, like, talk out loud about what I do. So I was like, oh, my God, am I going to sound like a total moron? Well, now (laughs) you'll go back and
3: listen, and you'll be able to answer that question.
1: Uh, (laughs) Honestly, man, as much as I want to listen, I might not just because the sound of your own voice is one of the most painful things in the world. And that's
3: interesting you said that because Mm -hmm. I always say everyone who's on – to me, the only way you kind of get better is by, and it is cringe, like it's cringy to hear it, but like you gotta know. Do I say um a lot? Do I do this Ooh, a lot? Yeah. Do I like you know? Yes. Sometimes I don't realize how much how good this mic is. It picks up and like it'll hear you. Like if you just try to burp under your breath, you'd be like, oh wow. Like if I'm listening to on like, a long road trip, like wow, that was me burping right there. Just yeah, you know, we're sharing some beers and that makes you a little more burpy there and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's one of those things where you you pick up on the noises and go, okay, we probably shouldn't do that. Probably you know. But again, you know, no one's pumping in hundreds of thousands of dollars, so we're just doing this for fun. So it's like, ah, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. But you still don't want it to be like everybody cutting wind and burping every other yeah, second, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So it's yeah, one of those things. And improve just your overall talking of not saying ums and this that and the third. Yeah, so.
1: the, the vocal ticks, and then the, the, yep. just the fear of my nasally drone, <laughs> just, <you know. laughs> and how to cut out dead silence. Yeah, a lot. well, yeah. That's what that, I mean. That's what Jacob
2: would listen. Yeah. I mean, he listens to it. He picks up on. Okay, I should ask the question there, or yeah. we should have that conversation go a little bit longer, or stuff like that. So the craft it's good. To, it's good of, to listen to it yeah, and, yeah, and hear yourself. The craft of podcasting. That's it.
3: That's so it. wait, we'll send you out on this one. You said fiancé Erica. We've talked about photography. We've talked about video. Have y'all started discussing who you may hire for your wedding and all that stuff?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> We're not, we're not super traditional on a lot of things, okay. so like we've, we've been together for 15 years, so oh, like, okay, uh, since we were in college, so, um, just not a big thing we discuss, All right, you know, fair and, but well. I, if I had to do the photography thing, I would, my friend Jim Trice, I would buy him a bunch of film, yeah, and no pressure, snap away as you, as you feel needed, like okay. you can use some of my cameras, some of his, I would just buy him a ton of film and embrace the the good and the bad that comes with shooting film okay you know sort of from the hip. So it All would right. just to me what I the thing I learned from working in weddings is and again I'm not super educated like a lot of these vendors that do it every weekend but like the the little things don't matter. It's about you and your wife or your husband and how you remember that day and what yeah. you take away from the important shit. Like yeah. Not the Not the photo that got missed or the, the beef was overcooked or whatever. Like if you're having a good time with your family and your friends, that's, that's all that matters. So I I did learn that from this, my short time in the wedding industry. So I would love for you to have someone from the wedding industry on as a guest so they can really educate me because I am not Okay. I'm not qualified to speak on that. But right. that is the one thing I took away all right. from it. So. All
3: right. you didn't want to too much pressure on you. No, but I you know. know.
1: Fifteen years, so I don't want to put it up. But, I, but if she was here too, she would have been like, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we just do our own thing and, and enjoy that and we're super happy. So. All right. Nice. That's all that matters then, yeah. right?
3: Alright, we'll send it off. Again, always like, comment, share, subscribe all across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and... You yeah. brew it, review it. Yeah, that's the brewery slogan there. Uh, we'll Catch you next time. Peace.